Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. I'm your host, Jim Barron. Today is Saturday, March the 26th. You are in the gymnasium as we talk sports across the country and specifically here in the Tampa area. Lots to get to. We have the lightning in a little bit of a tailspin right now. We have March Madness really doing a number on people's brackets with all the upsets. And of course, we'll be talking some rays both on and off the field. The number here, as always, is 877-448-7901. Email sports at power901.com. We'll be right back to kick off the show. Do you love driving, but you hate your expensive car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your current car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. Yes, it's easy to refinance your current car payment and save up to $100 a month. Could you use an extra $100 a month? Then make this call to Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your current car payment. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. You can do it all from the comfort of your home. Call today and see how much you can save. Call 800-871-9417. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Call now. 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Now. now. Back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Hope everyone's having a good week and going to enjoy the weather this weekend. I think it's going to be probably the last cooler weekend that we have. And uh, the humidity is perfect right now. So hopefully we can all take advantage of the nice weather. Getting to the sports scene, if you start locally here, What's going on with the Lightning right now? Um, Thursday night, 3-2 loss to the Boston Bruins. Uh, the problem with that is that it's not just it's one loss to the Bruins. It's that we lost three games in a row and six out of the last eight. So there's definitely a trend going on. And the problem with the 3-2 loss that I had on Thursday night was the fact that twice we had the lead and we couldn't hold it. And that's a sign um, of some issues on the defensive end, maybe some uh, goaltending issues, if you will. But typically in the past, once we had a lead, we are able to hold that and most times even add to it. But lately, now we're in that little bit of a streak right now where the, the puck's not uh, falling the way it should and there's some lapses both on the offensive and on the defensive end of the ice, no doubt. Uh, there's a lot of blame to go around. But first of all, let's talk about the pickup, Brandon Hagel. Uh, we were able to acquire him, and he did have his first goal of the season for us uh, on Thursday night, which was a positive thing. I think he's definitely going to add some depth to our team come the playoffs. So that's something to look forward to. As far as what's going on with the Lightning right now, every team goes through that period where nothing seems to be going right for them. As you know, hockey is a game of momentum. And even though we may not be putting W's on the board right now and picking up two points 
you have to look for the positives and you have to be able to uh, put things in perspective. It's just one game and win or lose, we go on to the next one. We're the defending champions, not just this year, but two years in a row. And that's important because of the mindset that the leadership of the team, which we still have, will portray and generate different outputs in the playoffs. So the, the problem right now that we're having, if you want to break some things down from a stat standpoint, you know, Stamkos, you know, he, he's, he's playing average for the most part according to some Stamkos uh, stats but you have someone like Point he's had one goal in the last um, nine games Kucherov one goal in the last 11 games and that's just so uncharacteristic of both of those guys and it's not just from the offensive standpoint on a, on a regular um shift change or whatever you want to say but from a power play perspective we're three out of the last 28 power plays without scoring and last uh, Thursday night 0 for 3 on power plays we were outshot 15 to 1 going into the start of the second period actually got outshot for the game 39 to 24 so when you start the third period with a power play we expect to score in the past instead um, you know we picked up a penalty you know the passing lanes don't seem to be there right now and you know I guess when it rains it pours as the saying goes and of course when you have a guy like uh, Pasternak last uh, on Thursday night with the Bruins he had a hat trick we ended up losing that game Game three to two, and again, the, the problem that I had was not the effort. I, I think the effort was there. Some, um, you know, if you want to break it down a little bit further, there's a lot of times where we're overpassing. I believe on the power play, teams are starting to uh, make some shifts on us during the power play, and that's causing us to uh, have to go to Plan B sometimes that we're not doing. We'll figure it out. Again, if the playoffs started tomorrow, we're in the playoffs, uh, albeit right now as a wild card. The problem with that is that if you're going as a wild card, you're going to probably have to play Florida, which I don't think we want to do right now. So we want to be able to get off that. And there's still 19 games left in the regular season. And I'm confident that in those 19 games, uh, we're going to be able to... Get some things straightened out. You know, if you listen to Cooper, you know, he's someone that says, obviously, we need to uh, work your way out of it. You need to execute better. And he'll say, we're better than this. Those are all comments directly from him, which is all true. Cooper's been around for a long time. I believe he's the uh, longest tenured coach of anybody coaching the NHL right now. So he's seen a lot. He knows what buttons to push and when to push them. Uh, Vasilevsky, you know, he hasn't been his normal superhuman self lately. So all those things, you put them all together at the same time, and it comes out, it spells some losses. We'll get it turned around. I know we have a game today at um, Detroit at 12.30, and then again tomorrow on the road, 2 o'clock. We've had a hellish road schedule. Not making excuses, just saying what it is. So, um... Today, tomorrow, and then Tuesday, we're home. So 
you know, we just need to execute better and you need to work your way out of it, like Cooper said. The only way you do that is by getting out there and playing and, you know, finding what's working and what's not. It doesn't help that McDonough got hurt. That's the one thing that does scare me about the, the lightning right now. We cannot afford any injuries, especially on the defensive end. Um, so I'm not, I'm not sure what the injury was to McDonough. Of course, it's very hard to find out uh, in the NHL what the injury actually is, but I'm hoping that it's nothing major. He's able to come back and play, and we want to keep them all healthy um, from from the first line down to the third and every place else on that team. So we'd love to hear your thoughts on what you think, 877 877- Four four eight seven nine zero one. You can go to jimmybsports.com, shoot me an email, let me know what you think would be helpful for the lightning to do right now from a mental perspective, or more importantly, out there on the ice. What are you seeing from the X's and O's that we're just not able to get done? Do you see a lack of effort? Uh, I don't really see that. Do you see some concentration issues? Yeah, I, I do see that. Or do you just think that at times we're being outplayed? Because when you are the champs, people gun for you every day, day in and day out. Now, we've been the champs, like I said, for two years. So every time that we get out there on the ice, the other team has something to prove. And we're seeing their best play um, a lot of those times. So um, I want to just break down a little bit my opinion of what the top 10 teams are right now in the NHL. I'm going to start with the 10th. I'm going to go with Edmonton. Now, this includes both the East and the West. I'm going right across the board for all of them. Um, I'm thinking Edmonton right now is uh, probably they're progressing more so than other teams. Their goaltending's been dialed in. And if you look again, defense is what wins uh, championships. And their defense right now has been very stingy. And I think that they're one of the teams that are moving up right now. Number nine, I have uh, the Maple Leafs. Toronto is always something of a mystery. Do they play down to the competition or do they just uh, prefer showing the better teams how good they are? It's, it's really hard to figure them out, but um, you have Cogren now in the goal, and I think he's given a, a boost of confidence to everyone on that team. And no doubt that adding uh, Mark Giordano to the mix has also helped. So now we're going to see what happens with Toronto going forward here the last uh, couple weeks of the season. But for right now, I have them at nine. I have the Bruins, the team that we just played at eight right now. Um, you know, if you're a Bruins fan, you started off the season. Marshawn has been suspended, uh, I think, twice. Bergeron's been injured a couple times. You had their goalie there, uh, Rask. He returned and he retired, I think, after just three or four games. So a lesser team would have maybe felt sorry for themselves and, and packed it in. But, of course, the Bruins just keep going. And now they're, uh, they're knocking on the, third, on the door of the third place in the Atlantic. So hats off to them. They're playing well. Number seven, I have Pittsburgh. Um, now, the one thing about the Penguins, they know how to handle adversity. This season alone, 
They've had some key injuries pile up. They had the COVID-19 outbreaks, if you remember, and their scoring at best is streaky. So all those things put together, they're still a top 10 team, and they're going to be a, a very viable contender here once the playoffs start. So keep your eyes on the pens. Uh, number six out of my top 10 right now, I had the Lightning. Like I said, the acquisition of Hagel from Chicago is going to help. And we just have to look at the Lightning, and they're just waiting for the playoffs to start. That's how they roll. They're going to um, maybe have some ups and downs during the season like we're having right now. But, again, who wants to play them in a best-of-seven series? I don't think any team would go out there and say, yeah, I want to play the Lightning in a best-of-seven series. So I have them right now. I am not pushing the panic button. I am saying that they have some things they need to address and work on, and I'm confident that they will. Number five, the Carolina Hurricanes, who we played last year in the playoffs as well. They're a very, if you want to say, a boring team, but they're very dependable, and you know what you're getting when you're you're playing them. They're very sound, and um, sometimes they go into a little bit of a slump, but they're good and they're going to show up every night and give you everything that they have. That's why they're in my uh, top 10 at number five. Number four, I have Calgary. Uh, that's a team that if you really enjoy hockey, they're fun to watch. They, they play a uh, high-flying type of hockey. They're all over the place, and they're still defensively pretty responsible, if you ask me. And as their chemistry um, keeps on coming together, whether they win or lose, they're always worth the price of admission to go out and, and watch play if you have a chance or see it on TV. Number three, an Eastern team, the Rangers. Um, you know, this is a team that get exceptional goaltending from uh, Shesterkin and just overall they're solid on both ends of the ice. They can score goals and they can defend against the people that score goals well. So the special teams are very consistent. They're physical, yet they don't go out there and get into a lot of penalty situations because of their physicality. And um, it's a very good equilibrium. That's why I have them at third right now. Number two, the Florida Panthers. Uh, I'll tell you what, this is a team that scares me in the East of all the teams there. Uh, as you know, they were good last year. We beat them in the playoffs. They've won 40-plus games. I believe they have the league's highest goal differential, if I'm not mistaken, and they average the most goals per game. They picked up uh, someone from the Flyers, Claude Giroux, who's a very solid player, and he's going to definitely help them out even more. And, of course, between the pipes, they have uh, Sergei Bobrovsky there. So Florida is a very complete team. I would say right now they are playing as the most complete team in the Eastern Conference, and we'll see what happens in the playoffs. And, of course, number one, I still have Colorado, the Avalanche. Um, they, they're just a fun hockey team to watch between Kadri there, McCarr, McKinnon. They have some top-end talent on that team, no doubt, and um, they draw the fans in. It's always loud in there and a little bit unpredictable once in a while and I guess maybe a little bit scary, if you will, to their fans at some point. But they certainly go out there and 
put on a show for the fans. And I, like I've said many times, when we play them, it's always a great game. And I would love to see the Avalanche and the Lightning in a seven-game Stanley Cup final. That's my thoughts, 877-448-7901. Give me a call. Let me know what you think. We'll be right back to keep the show going on Power 90.1. The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at the Property shopusa.com or 813-655-5000. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. We're talking about the Rays right now and the boys of summer, or in this case, the boys of spring, finally won our first game yesterday as we beat the Orioles 9-4. to We'll be on the road again playing the uh, Red Sox down in Fort Myers at 1 o'clock here. If you want to take a road trip down there and, and see them play. Every year at this time, we'll talk about the acquisitions that the Rays did not make in the offseason. What they should have done. Uh, what would it be like if they would have picked up this guy or... Uh, we're able to go out and spend the money to get this one. but And then you play the season, and before you know it, come uh, August, September, we're talking about the playoffs and what we need to do to um, you know, win some games and some series in the playoffs. So the Rays are a very, uh, very well-run organization in a lot of ways. You know, I know people wanted to get Freddie Freeman There is no way that the Rays were going to get Freddie Freeman with the money that he wanted. He ultimately ended up in Los Angeles, and I'm happy that we didn't because if we did, we wouldn't have the money to be able to go out and put the team to build around him. So what we have right now from a lineup, I'm very happy with the chances that we have um, starting the season. I think that a lot of people... We'll talk about Stu Sternberg, what's going on with him, won't spend the money to uh, to get the team to where it needs to be to get to the next level. If you look at the success that he's had, you have to say he's a good businessman, whether you like him, whether you don't like him. But um, for the money that he does spend on the team with the payroll to have the results that he's able to have year in and year out, I think that um, you have to take your hat off to him saying that he does run a business well because the purpose of a business is to keep it going, was what he does. goes out there, he wins some games and tries to um, make some money along the way, which he has done, don't get me wrong. Um, Just got a $400 million windfall for a TV deal. Uh, The value of the team is now around $1.5 billion. So, <laughs> obviously, you don't have to feel sorry for Sternberg. As a matter of fact, the um, you know average payroll in, in baseball is about $133 million right now. We're around 70, 75, maybe 80. So, there are some issues right now, some infighting between him and his partners, some of the minority uh, owners. And that's the one thing that the 
Major League Baseball Commissioner Manfred does not really want to see. They don't want to go out there. There's going to be a second um, lawsuit against Sternberg from his minority partners that we talked about. And it is going to go to trial right now. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens. My take on the whole thing will that they don't want to see any public depositions. Uh, the question will be, did Sternberg reach his duty to his partners to get more control of the team? And, you know, if any of those things happened, what compensation should the uh, other partners receive? There's going to be some type of settlement, in my opinion. They're not going to... You know, they're not going to drag this out. They're not going to make it public. They don't want to open up the books. And certainly Major League Baseball doesn't want that to happen. So uh, as far as the the, the new stadium goes, here's my take on that. Um, Saying what I just said about him, I, I think he is a good businessman when it comes to the dollars and cents and being able to recoup the value of what he's invested there's going to be a proposal from the Hillsborough Commission probably in a week or two um, saying that they're going to want the Rays to pay for half of the stadium and then uh, the county will find a way to pay for the other half. My take is that if it was a good idea to do by this point, I think that Sternberg would already have done it. And, you know, I've been a proponent of a new stadium here, hopefully in the uh, Ybor City area. So it would be convenient to everyone. Remember, baseball wants, Major League Baseball wants, you know, about a 1.5 million population within a 30-minute uh, travel distance. Well, right there in Ybor, you're going to get about 2.5 million people there in a 30-minute drive versus the 600,000 that you have at the top right now. So um, I really think that the stadium deal did not get done because it doesn't seem to be a good business deal in Sternberg's mind for whatever reason it might be. Now, you can talk about the responsibilities to the fan base, the community responsibility and all that, all the goodwill, all the stuff that basically Vinick does with the Lightning, they've built that organization the way that, in my opinion, it should be built. And the fans appreciate it. They put a great product out there and uh, they keep on going forward. So I think that's a good blueprint to have. But nonetheless, the guy's going to run the team the way he wants to run it. I do think there'll be a settlement between him and the partners. And I really think that someone's going to buy him out locally. He's going to probably sell the club locally and um, let some ownership here pick up the pieces of what should be done with the new stadium. They're getting a great product, just a matter of making it more accessible to everyone instead of the the chop down there in St. Pete. And they'll probably sell it to local ownership. Some people are talking about Jeter as a possibility, but after what, you know, the way Jeter ran the Marlins into the ground, I don't think Manfred's going to let Jeter get near a team. So I think that Major League Baseball right now, they want Oakland and they want Tampa to be able to get everything situated so that the other cities that are in the running for teams can go out there and find suitors to go out there and 
purchase the rights to a team in that area. So baseball wants to see the Tampa deal get done here as soon as we can. And I think that there's going to be the uh, the pressure of the ownership to go ahead and get that done one way or the other. And like I said, I believe the Hillsborough uh, County Commissioner is going to come out with a proposal about paying for half of it in the next week or so. So it's going to put some pressure on the Rays organization to either uh, come up with the other half or go ahead and make arrangements for Plan B and you know, sell it to someone else. So I'd love to hear your take. Again, the number here is 877-448-7901. Uh, Yarbrough, doing a good job. Fleming, I'd like to see Patino out there. Baz a little bit more. Uh, other than that, I think that the Rays are going to be able to go out there and when the season starts, um, put some pr- productivity up there on the scoreboard and be able to have a good season as well. Would love to hear your thoughts. Go to jimmybsports.com. Shoot me an email of what you think the Rays will be able to um, do this year as far as a position in the American League East. Do you think they're going to be win the East again? And do you think they're going to have the most um, uh, challenges from... The Yankees, the Red Sox, Baltimore, who do you think? Toronto, who do you think it might be? We'd love to hear your thoughts. We'll be right back to keep the show going. You're listening to the Jimmy B Sports Show. You are in the gymnasium on Power 90.1. What are you so happy about? I'm on the pill. Aren't you two a bit old to worry about having more kids? Not her. Me. Uh, you lost me there, buddy. Steel Man pills. Things weren't always looking up if you catch my drift. So, my doctor prescribed me a little something. Like Viagra? Yeah, but that's expensive, and it wasn't covered by my insurance. Steel Man pills. Going the extra mile to help men with erectile dysfunction. 800-748-6805. 800-748-6805. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Sports fans talking about madness. How about the March Madness right now with the NCAA? Uh, we're down to the Sweet 16. Uh, that'll play. Then we have the um, the Final 8 will be finalized in the next day, heading into the Final 4. So if you watch some games on Thursday night, what a great win by Arkansas to knock off Gonzaga. Um, that also took me out of the one of the teams I had in the Final Four. Um, Arkansas's defense, they, Musselman and that team, they really put the clamps on Gonzaga and they showed why they're a force to be reckoned with. And they'll be facing Duke next. Duke had a great game against Texas Tech. Um, that game was back and forth the whole night. I was fortunate enough to watch that one and, you know, watching Coach Krzyzewski's farewell tour, if you will. Uh, you can say what you will about some calls, maybe. Could have gone either way. They seem to go in Duke's favor sometimes. But nonetheless, I'll tell you what, those players, um, Ranchero and um, they stepped up when they have to. They're playing with a lot of uh, pride with a lot of purpose right now, and you can tell that they want to win the next several games for their coach and let him ride off into the sunset on top of everything. And they just might do it because 
uh, as a uh, two seed right now. There's only uh, a one seed left going into the game last night was Kansas. And you never know what's going to happen. But right now, today we have Arkansas playing Duke, which is going to be a great game. And we have Houston uh, playing Nova. Houston was able to beat another number one seed on Thursday night, Arizona. Houston is a, is a very, very solid all-around team. I think that they don't get enough credit for what they do. Of course, they play USF in the American Athletic Conference and obviously not one of the strongest conferences in the country, but nonetheless, Houston is by far the best team in that conference and they're showing it again. And they'll be playing Jay Wright's team of Villanova who was able to take out um, Michigan. Juwan Howard's Michigan team got to the Sweet 16 and um, played a decent game, but Villanova's senior presence and um, the coaching of, of Wright put Nova over the edge there, and now Nova's playing Houston today, which should be a great game as well. I went from a, a 97 percentile ranking in the uh, brackets to an 84% overnight Um it's probably the worst I've done in a long time, but there's been some tough games to pick. The first two rounds were okay, but um, once some of you top four, the final four teams end up by the wayside, it really diminishes your chances, as you know, to uh, win the bracket. We'd love to know how you're doing in yours. If you want to check in at 877-448-7901, I'd be interested to see who you have in yours if you're not too embarrassed to uh, say who it is. Uh, if you look at the coaches and if you look at right now the uh, teams that were in the Sweet 16 going into this weekend's play, there's a lot of teams that have players that are making some um, good profit from the NIL, which is the name, image, and likeness that was passed by the NCAA last year. You have people from, uh, of course, college football, but you have college women are actually making... They have more people uh, percentage-wise than, than the men in the college basketball uh, with sponsors and whatnot. So that's something to pay attention to. If you uh, have some extra time, go look at some of the teams, some of the players, and who they're being sponsored by, which is something that not a lot of, not a lot of people are mentioning that, and I think that it's a different twist on some things where you have people you know, playing and, of course, they want to go out there and, and win the game and, and move on in the tournament. But you have some players there that, whether they win or lose because of the NCAA's agreement to let the players profit are, are uh, doing pretty good for themselves at the collegiate level, which has never been done before. So that's why I thought it was worthy of uh, mentioning one other thing I want to talk about, we talked about the Rays a little bit and and um, what's going on. Touching some sports, we had a situation with, um, you know, shortstop, third baseman Taylor Walls of the Rays. Uh, on Thursday, I think it was, he, you know, posted something, I think it was on Instagram or, or Twitter, that he agreed with a comment that Governor DeSantis made regarding that, you know, in Florida, 
the men will play against the men in sports and the women against the women. That, of course, was in response to what was going on with the swimmer uh, at uh, University of Pennsylvania being able to uh, dominate all the women's events, being able to swim as a, as a transgender athlete. So... Uh, for the record, it doesn't matter to me what you want to be referred to as he, she, they, whatever it might be, doesn't matter. But when it comes to sports, anyone that wants to say that a male, full-grown male, does not have an advantage over a female in a sport that is a, a physical type of sport... Uh, I would like to hear your reasoning on that because I totally disagree with you. I mean, we're not talking about uh, pool. We're not talking about darts. We're not talking about bowling. That's different. But when you talk about a sport, whether it be baseball or swimming in this case, uh, any of those, you you can't have a fair uh, field having someone who is so much physically stronger and more able than uh, a female in one of these events. So uh, I just thought that that was interesting that Walls put that comment out there that he was in agreement with what DeSantis said. And then Mark Tompkin, who uh, writes for the uh, Tampa Tribune, obviously has to comment. And he said that this comment did not sit well with his bosses and infers that Walls does not respect inclusivity in gender and racial issues, which I find that to be irresponsible on Tompkins' part. Um, putting that, I don't believe he knows what Walls's um, thoughts are on all the topics and subjects, so he shouldn't be writing about what he thinks they may be. And, um, you know, whatever your thoughts are on that, I would love to hear your thoughts and you know, disposition on the topic that we're going to be hearing more of, I believe. Uh, you don't want to take away women's sports with diluting it in a situation where it's a no-win situation for them. Um, am I empathetic to people that want to compete as, a, as an athlete and they may have made a switch over from one gender to the other. Yeah, I think they can go out and compete, but it has to be on a level field. You cannot have what we just had in the NCAA swimming finals championships because that to me is a total farce and the NCAA showed no backbone by allowing it to happen. So um, I'm, I'm hoping that there can be some type of agreement put in place to be able to accommodate everyone and to make it fair across the board. So, guys, that's all the time we have. I would love to hear your comments on any of it. Let's hope that the uh, Lightning come back to some winning ways over the weekend today and tomorrow. Uh, it'll be interesting to watch some of the games in the NCAA, both the men's and the women's bracket. Like I said, I can't do much worse than I've been doing, but it's still fun to watch. I, uh, I'm going to be rooting for, I think, Villanova throughout the rest of the series here. So we'd love to hear what your thoughts are. Again, 877-448-7901. That's all the time we have. Always appreciate being able to get together with you on a Saturday and talk sports. As always, stay safe. Stay vigilant. 
And above all, stay positive. Enjoy the nice weather this weekend. We'll talk to you next time on the Jimmy B Sports Show. Yeah.